A few words before we start the show. This is a show about Star Wars. Now, if you're a listener, then you know that real-life issues, sometimes issues of politics, do come up quite a bit on Children of the Force. And that's because Star Wars doesn't exist in a vacuum. Star Wars affects and reflects the real world. And when we talk about art that's created in this world of ours, we need to also talk about this world of ours. It will probably come as no surprise to regular listeners of this show that we are deeply saddened and angered at the results of the presidential election in these United States. Anna and Liam, their mom and I, we were all brought to tears last Wednesday morning. And it was, if I'm being honest, one of the hardest mornings I've ever had as a parent. I bring this up only to say that our podcast embraces and celebrates diversity and compassion and justice. It's become an insult of sorts to refer to someone online as a social justice warrior, but if you'll give us that label, we will gladly take it on with pride. Since the beginning of this show, we've expressed our desire to see more diverse representation in Star Wars, and we're not going to stop now. Up until now, though, we haven't spoken up much about real politics, but that might change. Anna and Liam are engaged and informed. Often I'm amazed at the level of knowledge they have on politics and current events. And it's not just because their mom and I inform them. They have a well-informed community at school, and they read news stories, and they have minds of their own, and they're not afraid to use them. And I'm not afraid to let them use them. So, you might be hearing some of that. And basically this is just to say that, one, we are here for you. If you're feeling scared or threatened, we're here for you. Uh, Let us know what we can do to help. And we hope that you will extend that same offer to others if you are able to. Number two, Our political opinions might be shining through a bit more on the show these days. Uh, Star Wars is nothing if not a call to speak up when you see injustice and to fight against that injustice. I hope that you will join us in that fight if you haven't already. Um, And uh, regardless of what political opinions you have, I hope that you'll bear with us. And I hope that the show is enjoyable for everyone. All right. Well, the show must go on, so on with the show. The Children of the Force. Welcome to episode 51 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I am Liam, Anna, I'm seven, this is on the radio, peoples. Huh? <laughs> this is on the radio, peoples. Got a fun show today. And uh, you guys know what I'm most looking forward to in this show? I want to talk about carbonite in our question and answer segment. 
not even sure what my question's going to be yet, but I know that I want to talk about carbonite because I have been fantasizing recently about getting frozen in carbonite for the next four years. And, uh, and then assuming that Trump either doesn't run for re-election or loses re-election, uh, you kids could thaw me out after those four years. Uh, carbonite is looking pretty good right about now, but, <laughs> yeah. but that's not, we're not going to do that because, you know, <laughs> got to be awake for it, right? <laughs> got to be woke. Oh yeah, we gotta be... Gotta be awake. Yep. Alright, well... Some people are voting for Donald Trump and listening to this. I do realize that, actually. I, I know that for a fact. But, uh... But I gave a little Wait. bit of a... I gave a little bit of a pre-show, uh... Talk about how... You know, we might be talking about politics more than usual... Uh, for the next four years. <laughs> so, we'll see. Um, you know... Hopefully not a ton, but it, it's gonna creep in there, here and there. And I'm not gonna be able to stop it from creeping in. Uh, it's just going to come in, and uh, I'm not going to try to stop it. This is so. my first election. That was your first, uh, well, the first election that you've really been caring about. No, nope, yeah. that's his first nope. election. No, no, four years ago there was an election. Oh, true. Yeah. This so, is the first election with someone else being president. That's true. That's true. I'm so sorry. All right, well, let's say Donald Trump <laughs> to be the president. That's... It's my first uh, really big election also. That you've been paying attention to, yeah. Yep. Yep. And Liam's got the sniffles, so I'm not going to be able to edit those out. Yeah. But that's okay. We'll and just, also, uh, we'll leave the sniffles in there, I guess. Um, I, Obama became the president the day before I was born. The day before you were born. That's right. That's kind of crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, January 20th? That's when he became president. That's right. And that's when January 21st, 2009, was when I was born. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk about that carbonite at the Q&A council, but for now, let's talk about the Star Wars-y stuff that we've been up to. Uh, Again, we're going to talk about something that's not Star Wars-y and our Star Wars-y stuff, Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah! Yeah! We played it. uh, It was so awesome. Yes, Liam played for the I first time. It. We just played yesterday. We're recording this on Monday. We just played Sunday with our friends, and uh, and yeah, Liam, you really yes. were into it, huh? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, what'd you like most about it? What's his Thog? name? Thog. Oh, <laughs> Thog. <laughs> you liked your friend's character, Thog. She had a yep. a half orc named Thog who and wanted she to was smash. Like, Everything. Thog want popsicle to smash, and then Anna bring her a popsicle and a bowl. Yeah. Don't smash the bowl, just a popsicle. Thog smash bowl and popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it was. Uh, oh, yeah, she, it was really. Fun. She became this huge person, mm, right. and she, um, she crushed her. Yeah, she crushed her own kind, and they went into dust particles on the air. That's, and then she clumped yeah. them and dumped them on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had, and then like, I was like, "Ew, orc yeah. guts!" Orc guts dumped on you. Yeah. Well, she's uh, a half orc, so they were only half her kind. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Dungeons and Dragons is is really fun, and we're super happy to be playing it. But I feel like this sort of qualifies as Star Warsy because it's all leading up to eventually playing one of Fantasy Flight Games' Star Wars role playing games, um, which. Uh, you know, I feel like uh, uh, learning how to play D and D and everything is going to really help us one day play one of those FFG Star Wars games. Speaking of fantasy flight games, I have some oh, some you do, you, did you, some bad news. Yes. Oh, wait. <clears throat> what then? 
I thought you were going to say good news. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like we bought uh, it? <laughs> like we bought it or something? No. Uh, no, we actually missed this huge event a couple nights ago at Fantasy Flight Games. I had no idea it was happening until was it? until happened? it was done. I don't know how I didn't know about it, what but was I was it? kicking myself. Um, I don't know if we could have gone, but I think we could have because there were people in line outside. It was a big, uh, the big like opening release party of a new game called Star Wars Destiny, which is a card and dice game. And people from Lucasfilm were there. Timothy Zahn, the guy who wrote the Thrawn trilogy, the guy who's writing the new Thrawn book, was there at Fantasy Flight Games. You got a lot of Justin Bolger, who used to be a Star Wars podcaster and now works at Lucasfilm was there and other lucasfilm people were there and it uh comic artist uh okay uh, mark wade the comic artist for the uh, princess leia comic was there kidding i know why didn't we (laughs) Why why didn't i know about it i have i have one word to explain why i didn't know about it and that word is trump (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We, we've been, yep. your mom and I have been very, um, kind of, a. uh, and me too. We've yeah. all been, we've all been kind of focused on the, the results election. of this election. Also the, the, the acts of hatred and violence that have been happening across our country, um, because of this election. Um, some of those things very, very close to home. And when oh, I say close, I mean like years. six blocks away, <laughs> close to home. Um, one of the things, and and other things at schools around our, our um, around St. Paul, not in St. Paul, thankfully, but around St. Paul. So you know, we've been thinking about other things. So like, I don't, I'm not too mad at myself for missing this, but I'm mad I at myself am. because it would have been. You really wanted to meet the artist for the Leia comic, Elian. That was the big thing for you. For me, I it's Timothy Zahn and Justin Boulder because I, I really. I wanted like to meet Timothy yeah. Zahn and learn more about the Thrawn trilogy. Yep, but illustrator. It didn't happen. Because I could get more so disappointed, but uh, you know, there's bigger things to be disappointed about that happened in the last mm. week. So we'll just uh, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, and uh, next time we'll we'll go. Next time. So usually we're watching Rebels. That's usually one of our Star Wars-y things. But no Rebels this week. Uh, but there will be Rebels on Why Saturday. Uh, they just took a week off, I guess. This Saturday, new episode, Iron Squadron. We're going to find out about a new squad of Rebels. Maybe some Rogue Rebels, maybe. It'll be pretty cool. Looking forward to that. Maybe. Rogue. I hope there's oh. some Rogue Rebels. Call signal. You mean? Rogue. Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to be related to Rogue One, but we got to go. And another Star Wars-y thing that happened a few days ago was that we got something in the mail from Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast. Yes, we did. We got these little, um, these little mini ships with mm-hmm. the driver of the ship head popping out. Yeah. And you could hang them. Yeah. We also got stickers. Stickers. And trading cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a bunch of bookmarks. I love books. Yeah. Yeah, we, we could always use bookmarks. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You it was so a much it was a happy, uh, a happy 50th episode gift. So he wrote us a note and sent us some cool collectibles. And yeah. Yeah, and a couple of bracelets. Did I say that? And 
yeah, it was really, really fun to get that in the mail, especially on Wednesday, the day after the election. That that really uh, was a nice bright spot in our otherwise dark and dreary day. So thank you again, Chris, for that. All right, well, let's head on over to the news. USA Today reports today that there's going to be a new Darth Maul miniseries comic book. It's going to take place before episode one. So it's going to be written by uh, uh, written by someone named Cullen Bunn, who I'm not familiar with. Uh, but uh, Cullen says, A big part of the story is Darth Maul's descent to the dark side and almost being tempted away from it. Ooh, Ooh. so we're going to see Darth Maul being know, tempted know, by the light. I know, I know. You know, what do you know? Who tempted him away from the light? Yes. Who? You know, away from the dark? No, away from the, away from the dark, yes, toward the light. Yeah. The Dooku. Dooku, oh, and I don't know about that. once gone, oh. mm. he changed to... Darth Tyrannus. I don't know. Okay. Okay, I think we get it. You don't have to yell, but okay. (laughs) We're also going to get to see Sidious training Maul, and it sounds like we'll find out why Maul says, at last we'll have our revenge on the Jedi, right? In episode one. It sounds like there's going to be something that happens where Maul is specifically going to want revenge against the Jedi. That line always kind of seemed a little odd to me. I always assumed that it was just Darth Maul kind of like internalizing what the Sith think. Like, the Sith think that they were wronged by the Jedi way in the past, like a thousand years ago or something. And then I felt like Maul, you know, he just learned that lesson enough that he felt like he personally needed revenge. But maybe that's not it. Maybe there's something that specifically happened to him that makes him want to get revenge on the Jedi. I think we're going to find that out. Face got burned. Face got burned? Well, it doesn't look like it, but it'd be cool. This will be like the first time in canon that we've seen Darth Maul before episode one which is pretty cool we've seen um yeah i think this will be wait a second will will this be the first ever canon thing before episode one will this be the first ever time we've seen pre-episode one in canon is that possible that i'm trying to think possible because we saw obi-wan and anakin but that was between episode one and two Trying to think. Yeah, it is. You're is right. it? You're is right. it? Is it? Yes. If so, that's awesome. Um, that'll be so cool. So I saw someone on Twitter say, "Hey, maybe we'll see Darth Plagueis because yeah, he not. well, he was there. He was there before Episode One and during Episode One, if you believe the Plagueis novel, which I think has been kind of it's not canon, but um, many things in it were canonized." in the Tarkin book, which is canon. So, um, I, I think that Maul's going to meet Gallius Rax from the Aftermath book. Um, and, uh, and then that's going to kind of lead into why that's who Darth Maul is talking about when he says he lives in that Rebels episode. He's actually talking about Gallius Rax, who is Snoke. That's my theory. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Do I don't not know. say he's Snoke. <laughs> if you do not know. I do not know. 
So here's the the Darth Maul cover. That looks awesome. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I think Darth Maul is is a. Uh, oh, I should compare that. I think that issue number one, the way Darth Maul is written, is is the same as it's written in those Dark Horse comics that are canon. The the Darth Maul Son of Dathomir comics. It looks very similar to me. Um, that's the only Dark Horse comics that are canon. Is that one Darth Maul series? That was basically based on some Wait, episodes of Clone Wars. Dark Horse? Yeah, Dark Horse is the name of the comic I, I company. I know, yeah. but I see that everywhere. The Dark Horse Mar- uh, Star Wars comics? Yeah. Right, but none everywhere. of them are canon be- except for that one that one series, the Dark Mall Son of Death. That just surprised me. Yeah, I know, I know. When we actually subscribed to the first comic book I ever subscribed to was that Dark Horse Star Wars comic by uh, Brian Wood, I believe his name was. Um, and we read that one. Remember, there was like the spy and the rebellion. Oh and remember that my one? gosh, that one was so good. It was actually pretty good for a while. I think it started getting not as good, but it was pretty good for a while. But that was, um, that's how not canon. Ish- issues were there of that? I don't remember how like many there were 20? in that one. 20 some? Maybe. Maybe 20 some. Maybe 20, I'm not sure. Anyway. So... Yes, Darth Maul, awesome. Uh, also, you know, there's a ton of new Rogue One TV spots and a couple new international trailers out in the last week, and it's almost too much to keep track of, and I'm not even sure I want to watch them all. I mean, I think I've seen most of them, but it's one of those things where I don't know if I want to watch them too closely because I feel like they're starting to give away a lot of stuff, a lot of new images. Um, do you guys want to watch them? Yeah. Wait, new? New. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do? All right, we will, but not right now. We'll watch them later. But I think even if we watch these new international trailers and TV spots, I don't think we will talk about them on the show because I think some people might not want to know about them and I don't want to get too far into spoilers and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's only a month away. A month and one day. We will be watching Rogue One the night of November 15th, opening night. So... You're, you're kidding. I am not kidding. <laughs> so I don't think we need to talk anymore about new stuff revealed about Rogue One. I think we might just kind of do a Rogue One blackout for the next month. All right? At least on the podcast. Maybe you both have your hands over your mouths because you're so amazed that it's only a month away. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I like to do Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue. Wait, counting today or not counting today? <laughs> It's November fourteenth. Opening and night will be November fifteenth. So and today or is December fifteenth. November fourteenth. I hope we're requesting a ticket. Oh. oh, I think it's Rogue. Yeah, I think it's Rogue One. <laughs> well, I call the theater and I'm like, I need three tickets to Rogue. Rogue, Rogue One. One. You should so do that. That would be so awesome. Yeah, no, because I'm going to do it online. All right, so speaking of uh, Rogue One in the theater, here's the new IMAX poster for Rogue One. You want to see it? We'll, we'll put this on uh, childrenofthephorce.com. Gosh. It's pretty cool. I like it. Pretty cool. Yeah? Awesome. Awesome cool. Yeah, I like the X-Wings, and there's a U-Wing on the side there. A bunch of all the all the main characters, and then it's all in front of the Death Star. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There's Galen. Dad. Right. Galen. Oh my gosh, I love that. Mr. Urso. Mr. Urso. Yeah. 
Is that what he's referred to as? No, he's called Galen. Might be Doctor Doctor Urso actually. Oh, do you think the Emperor will talk to Galen Urso? Yeah. Yeah. Build it. That doesn't sound right. When the Emperor says Galen Urso, it just doesn't sound right. Hmm. Sure. That's because you've never heard the Emperor say Galen Urso. True. Yes. All right. Well, you know. News, there's always a ton of news, and I'm sure I haven't even scratched the surface, but I think we're going to head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah, the Canon News song, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, in Canon News today, we're going to talk about how Ahsoka got the kyber crystals for her white lightsabers. Well, more specifically, why are they white? Or what color did they used to be? So, if you haven't read Ahsoka... And you don't want to be spoiled? Move along. Move along. Move along. All right. So we're going to do a dramatic reading here. Uh, Ahsoka is talking with Bail Organa. And she is showing him her lightsabers. They're beautiful, Ahsoka. He said. She turned them off, bowed slightly, and sat back down. I've never seen white ones before, Bale mused. They used to be red, Ahsoka said. When the creature had them, they were red, but I heard them before I ever saw him on Rada, and knew they were meant for me. You changed their nature? He asked. I restored them, Ahsoka replied. I freed them. The red crystals were corrupted by the dark side when those who wielded them bent them to their will. They call it making the crystal bleed. That's why the blade is red. I had wondered about that, Bale said. I spent a lot of time with the Jedi, but I never asked questions about where their lightsabers came from. I don't suppose they would have told me anyway. These feel familiar, Ahsoka said. If I had to guess, I would say they were looted from the Jedi Temple itself. That raises some very uncomfortable possibilities, Bale said. Not to mention a host of potential dangers for a Jedi Padawan. Right. So, and then Ahsoka says, I'm not a Padawan anymore. So Ahsoka recognized the crystals. The creature she was talking about was an Inquisitor. She she basically the? ripped yes a creature. No, she said. Was it the Inquisitor? Oh, no, it was the sixth brother. We've never met the sixth brother before. Oh, okay. So we she no oh, yeah. no we haven't. We have no, we met brother. this fifth brother. So she ripped the crystals out of the sixth brother's lightsabers using the force, and the lightsaber blew up and killed the sixth brother. And she got that lightsaber, and when she used them. She turned them white. Because she wasn't a Jedi and she wasn't a Sith either. I guess. So hmm. when a Sith a Sith can take a Jedi crystal that has a color to it, like these crystals must have been someone else's crystals, right? Like she said they feel familiar. Does she know whose crystals those used to be? Like, I don't know if she knows, Whoa. but she has a feeling, right, that she's felt those crystals before. And, and this Inquisitor bled the crystal so made the crystal like bent them to the dark side basically right so is that how all 
red crystals are? And if that's the case, like whose crystal is Kylo Ren's crystal? Did Kylo Ren steal that crystal out of someone else's lightsaber? Maybe Luke's. <laughs> maybe Luke's. Maybe Luke, maybe Luke's green lightsaber, right? Who knows? That's a theory that some people have had. And then when he tried to bend it, he cracked it. Darth Vader? Well, mm, well, that could just be, yeah, Vader's red. Darth Vader's red lightsaber, and he just kept it red, or? Um, he probably kept it red, but then made a different hilt, but used the same crystal. Ah, uh, and the hilt was just an old-fashioned hilt, and it cracked the, his the crystal accidentally or something. I don't know. I don't know. But it's pretty cool. Um, that's some new information about kyber crystals. So, pretty awesome. Um, and there's other stuff about kyber crystals in that book, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Right now, we're going to have a joke. <laughs> How many Sith does it take to screw in a light bulb? Five? Uh, I don't know. Always two there are. That's funny. <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, so let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council. Where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. All right, so for our question and answer council, I want to talk about carbonite. And like I said, I don't know if I have a question yet about carbonite. So think about like how Han Solo is frozen in carbonite in The Empire Strikes Back. And then he's thawed out in Return of the Jedi. How long in between those two? How, you know, a couple months, I think? Oh, a month way maybe? Longer. You think it's longer in between? I'd say it's oh, maybe a month what? or two. Yeah. From when he got frozen in episode to when he got thawed, five, yeah. When he got thawed, episode yeah. Eight. I don't think it was too long. I thought that was years. No, it wasn't years. It was probably like five months. Yeah, maybe something or like five that. Five years. No, it wasn't years. I know that. A year. It maybe a year at the most. Yeah. Anna, you have a question here. I have a question. Sure. Any question For the question and answer council. All right, let's hear it. Um. Do you think that if you stay in carbonite long enough, then you would die? And if so, how long do you think it is? That's a good question. Maybe there is a limit to how long you can be frozen in carbonite. I don't think you can die in carbonite. Okay. So Liam doesn't think... Like frozen in an iceberg. Sure, you're frozen. But hot. I mean, if we're frozen in ice, we're going to die. Our body's going to shut down and die. But there's something about carbonite right that preserves the 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 body the life force in the body i don't know i mean it's you know it's science fantasy it's not science fiction water to drink or something. <laughs> maybe so but it's like suspended animation maybe. maybe i mean there's a thing called cryogenics in our real world in fact uh nerd of paradise the podcast by our friend kate she had a whole episode about cryogenics and cryogenics is the process of freezing people in, and, and freezing them to such a low temperature and keeping them frozen while they're alive. 
and then hopefully one day being able to unfreeze them and basically bringing them back to life and then curing them of whatever disease they had, right? So maybe they have cancer and you can't cure cancer. There's no cure for the kind of cancer that they have, right? And they're like, well, I don't want to die of cancer, so freeze me and maybe in 100 years you can unfreeze me and then uh, bring me back to life. Well, and I, I that's, I don't, so. right now the science does not really support um, that yeah. working, but anyway, like I said, Star Wars is not science fiction, it's science fantasy. So we can assume that you can be frozen in carbonite for as long, as long as the story needs. Okay. So here's my question. Who would you like to see? Like, what, what do you think? Like if Snoke was frozen in carbonite, who could he have been in the past? Right? Like what if Snoke is the thawed form of Darth, Revan, or Darth Bane, or someone from like the old old Republic. I don't think or, so. Or Darth Plagueis. I don't think Darth. so. But if it had to be, I would guess like Darth Bane. Darth Bane. I don't I mean, know think, them really well. Right, that's true. That's true. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't really know them all that well he either. He would have to look. He would have to look super different mm. if this was were to happen. Uh huh. But I forgot his name. <laughs> you forgot no, his name. No, literally. Um, I think I remember what was it. Thrawn. Thrawn? Oh, right. Well, so The Force Awakens is 30 years after Return uh, of the Jedi. So you think, like, what if... Like, a lot of people say, well, it doesn't... Like, the math doesn't work out for, uh, for Rey being... Um, you know, Ray is whose whose daughter. I'm, I'm trying to think of the math, right? Like people say, like the math doesn't work out that Ray is Palpatine's daughter that he had before he turned to, to the dark side or something, right? Because if that was the case, then Ray would be 60. But what if Ray was frozen in carbonite for a while, right? She wouldn't age in carbonite. So carbonite is this thing that they could do to trick us. They could say, ah, they were frozen in carbonite for 30 years, right? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's like carbonite is going to come into play. It's going to be a plot device. So that's like a thing that the plot uses to make sense of the story. What if Ray is Anakin's sister? What if Ray, what if Shmi and Klieg Lars had a child? Oh, and that child was frozen in carbonite for a while. And it turned out that Ray was Vader's... What if Ray was Vader's twin? What if Ray and Vader... What if Ray and Anakin were separated at birth? Okay. So Shmi was... Listen to this. Shmi doesn't know, you know, where Anakin came from. Like, she was just made pregnant by the Force, right? Anakin's the chosen one. Okay? I know. Who her husband was. Who Shmi's husband was? The Force. Like, <laughs> the Force. Like, sure. you know, the, well, the brother, the sister. Oh. Someone like them. Oh. The Force. Well, a lot of people think that Anakin was, was conceived by a, an experiment that Darth Plagueis did to create life. 
and Anakin was where that life was created, you know? Nope. That is my belief that <laughs> no. I okay. have a really good no. theory. Anna, what's your theory? It's not about any of this, but... Okay. My theory is that Ray mm-hmm. is Jyn Erso's daughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that is a theory that, that people have, actually. Um, In my opinion, I do not I, think that could be possible. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, I mean, it could be. It could be possible. Well, it could be possible. No, it actually could work out. It could. If Jin doesn't die in this movie in Rogue One, oh, then yes, that she could probably work out. won't. Oh, Daddy, I don't think oh, they would make a main character if she die. Would die, I would cry. Oh, really? Die mixes with cry. But it rhymes with. Cry. It rhymes with cry, so you, that's what you would do. But you know that would, in yeah. Rogue One, like. We have to prepare ourselves for all of these characters dying. You realize that, right? No, I actually didn't. Oh, yeah. Prepare yourselves, kids. They might all die? I don't know. All of them? Maybe. Wait. All of them? Come on, Daddy. What? Maybe. You never know. So even if Jin had... Well, if Jin had Ray. Uh, even before Rogue One, Ray could be put in carbonite for a while. We don't know. Right? So the age doesn't really matter. We could always say carbonite. Like, I don't like, I don't want my Star Wars to have time travel, but carbonite will be a way for someone in the past to appear in the future. It is a way it could happen. So this question and answer council doesn't really have a question, but I just kind of wanted to talk about carbonite and think about the possibilities of carbonite. You have a question, Liam? No, I said it had a question. Did it have a question? Yeah, it does. What was Anna's question? It was, do you think that you can... Oh, sure. Right, do you think that there's a a limit to how long you could be in carbonate, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I think we all answered. I didn't. Oh, what do you think, Anna? I think that you could be in carbonate for, like, like, I think... That there's a certain amount of time where you can actually come outside, like come out of carbonite. I don't think you could die if you were in carbonite long enough, but I think if you were in carbonite long enough, like for example, say maybe 10 years, Mm -hmm. you would never be yourself again after you come out. Mm, That's probably true. But you would still be alive. You'd still be alive. You just wouldn't be yourself. You got to think like Han was in there for what? Like, we think probably six months at the most, I think. And he was blind for a little bit. And he bit. had hibernation sickness, and he was blind for a bit. Yeah, that's right. And so I in, think if you stay in there long enough, that just, that'll just take over you. In Legends, too, um, Han would talk sometimes about how horrible it was to be frozen in carbonite. Like, he was, his brain was working while he was in carbonite. But he was just trapped in, right. like, a little room right, with right, nothing right, right. to move around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Like, he, had, he, like, he had, like, nightmares and stuff like that while he was in Carbonite. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what Legends. Kind of We're not sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But I just remember like reading. Well, I would try to kind sleep of. as hard as I could. But <laughs> right. he had nightmares. Right. But he would have, he would be somewhat conscious, right? He wasn't, like, it's not like he was dead and then brought back alive. Like, he was actually his brain was still working a little bit. So, that's uh, Legends, but if that was canon, then I could I could see what you're saying, Anna. Or 
horrible. Ten years yeah. would be torture. Right. Doesn't it sound horrible? It's the stuff nightmares are made of. Yeah. Exactly. Well, do you know what time it is? Yes. What? It's, I think, I think it's time to go to sleep because I'm super tired. Yeah, to sleep in carbonite? Yeah. For ten years? Mm-hmm. Oh, or for no. at least four years? Yeah. Maybe eight? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> at least four, though. At least I four mean, years? I'm super tired. Maybe and, eight? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not time for that, actually. It's time for... Stop the lump! All right, Liam, you have a question courtesy of Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. And you gotta find that question on the card there. Okay. What name did the Emperor call Luke just before deciding to destroy him? What name did the Emperor call Luke just before deciding to destroy him? So be it. Jedi. Give me a high five. (laughs) I am not the lump. I am not the lump. That's one of my favorite, favorite lines. I, that's why I, Return of the Jedi is so, so good. He just spits that word Jedi out too. Like he, you Jedi. just you can feel the hate when he says Jedi. Like, Jedi. like, like he's like, Jedi. like he actually realizes that he's Luke, fake. Luke is a Jedi. When Luke throws that lightsaber away, and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna fight." The Emperor's like, "Dang it! He actually is a Jedi." Now I'm gonna have to kill him. You know, but he is uh. so mad. Ah, I love that moment. I love that moment. So be it, Jedi. Stay on target. Stay on target. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you for listening to episode 51 of Children of the Force. As always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Throw us a buck and you'll be in luck. I don't know. Whatever. If you'd like to, if you'd like to reach out to us. And you'll be even more in luck. You'll be alive. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are. Children of the Force. Our email address is. Forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is. www.childrenoftheforce.com. One more W, but that was great. Yep, they get the gist. <laughs> Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. All right, and actually, finally, uh, stay strong, stay nice, be kind to your neighbors, be kind to everybody. And uh, let's make this world a better place. And when people go low, you go high. True dad. For children of the force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I am And may the force be with you.
Yes. Use your blow. Power. Release your snot. Power. Release the mucus. Makes you stronger. Gives you clear airways. (laughs) (laughs) The virus in you makes you weaker. Gives you mucus. If peeing it out today, you'll have cleaner (laughs) airways. (laughs) Alright. And back to the show.